Broadcasting fee and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. morning. Welcome, fashion friends, and welcome to Fashion Friday. I hope you're all enjoying this pre-summer weather. This is what I call it, pre-summer weather, not spring. <laughs> Why? Because we had what felt like a little heat wave. I was breaking out my summer clothes recently, uh, the temperature, and then, you know, we go back to a little bit chilly. It's like chilly in the morning, warm in the afternoon. I call it pre-summer which means my pre-summer wardrobe has to change. I, I, I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Like, as, like I, I feel as confused as the weather with I have a sweater on one day, I have a tank top on the next, I have a jacket on one day, I have boots and, you know, like welly boots because it's pouring rain the next day, the next day I have a scarf, the next day it's a T-shirt. It's a little confusing. It's a little confused. you agree, Bob? Well, I was going to say this is why we like this part of the country, though. That's true. You get that variety. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. The, you know what I don't like about it? It's not even the, the fashion, the clothing. Because, of course, that makes me happy. Oh, I get to wear a sweater one day and, a, mm. you know, a le- it's the heating and the air in my house. It's oh. just maintaining the temperature. <laughs> this is, drives me nuts mm. because it's obviously it's too hot for heat. But then sometimes it's not actually hot enough for the air. But then it gets hot in my house. Mm-hmm. We get the afternoon sun, and it really beats down into my living room. We have big windows, so it really cooks oh. the living room, which, you know, where we spend most of our time once we get home from work. And it's just really, really hot. So then it's like, well, we want the air on. Well, then we'll wake up freezing if we leave it on all night. So it's like on, off, on, off. And I just want to maintain, you know, mm-hmm. so the house, because then the house gets, you know, we've got high ceilings, so then the heat rises and, you know. All the things happen. So I just want the temperature maintained. <laughs> That's all. Anyway, let's kick things off a little scoop du jour. Let's talk fashion. I got lots of good stuff today. All right. And, and fashion, I'm going to give you one word, Fendi. So we're going to talk designer fashion. So there's lots of designers. This has been sort of a trend, dare I say, um, with designers doing collaborations. This has been few, several years now. And some are better than others. Some are more accessible than others. Some are just, quite frankly, insane. I think this one is really cool. I think it's one of the coolest collaborations I've seen in a long time with a designer. And in this case, it's an artist. So there's a girl. I've been following her for a while on Instagram, um, although I'm not actually on Instagram that that much. When I do go on every now and then, I'll pop over and look at her feed. Her name is Sylvie. No, no, sorry. Her name is Sarah. Sarah Coleman. And she's this New York-based artist. She's sort of a visual artist. And she, I don't know how she got started. There wasn't a lot of background information about how she actually came to do this. But she takes the Fendi logo print and somehow makes it into all different things. So she was covering chairs. So it was fabric covering chairs. It was, you know, plastic or vinyl covering a stairway with whatever fabric that was or material that was. It wasn't just clothing. And it was the, now she's obviously collaborating with Fendi. So, so it's, you know, you have to see this, this thing. Um, So now they've taken the Fendi logo, all the F's. It's like a very thick 
F, and they made it kind of wiggly, squiggly, almost like, you know, you're you know, like having a psychedelic like, trip or something. Or, or video problems. Yes, it's all squiggly. Mm-hmm. And so they've come up and they've printed that, and that's the logo for this collection. And it's called the Summer Vertigo Capsule Collection. I'm like, perfect. It probably makes you look like, think you have vertigo. Basically, it is, and it's all different things. It's a mini capsule collection. This is men's and women's. It is, I have here, um, first of all, the colors I love. So majority of the colors are this like deep mustard yellow. So it's the logo print, all the Fs, and they're like a mustard yellow with a white background. And there's handbags, there's parkas, there's dresses, belts, shoes, small, the famous baguette bag. Uh, Fendi is known for several of their bags. One of them is called the baguette bag. It's small. Fame, made made famous, I think, or put on the map from Sex in the City from Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, there's a tote bag. There's something called the Peekaboo bag. That's also one of their iconic bags. And um, so it's deep yellow, olive green, blue, and brown. Those their signature logo is always brown. So it's always you'll see the F's with brown. So um, and then they did men's as well. A lot of the men's wear to me looks like it could be unisex. I'm like, well, the women's stuff looks feminine. The men's stuff to me looks unisex, if that makes any sense. So it doesn't necessarily look super masculine, but it doesn't look feminine. So which is great because I feel like it's a lot of like they made a lot of bags for men. And I was like, oh, well, I would carry that as a crossbody messenger bag or, or, you know, like a little purse or something. They made some backpacks. They did a couple parkas. Um, so prices, prices actually for what it is, I expected it to be crazy expensive because uh, the last couple collaboration we saw was with um, – Oh my gosh, it's I'm drawing a blank. It was with North Face and who was it? Gucci. I think it was Gucci. Was crazy expensive. I mean, on top they're already expensive to begin with. So it's I would say it's fair designer prices if that makes any sense. So the bags, to me, they weren't any more expensive than they normally are. They're always expensive. Um the smaller bags, you know, nothing was Nothing, even like the accessories. There's nothing like under $700. Let's be clear. <laughs> but again, this is Fendi, so we're talking that price range. So for them, I thought it wasn't like they just, you know, jacked up the price. Um, I just thought it was really cool. So uh, the the quote from Fendi was, these, this collection embodies a creative dash of influences. And to me, I definitely saw lots of 90s streetwear influences and Maybe a little 70s flair because of, like, the colors, that mustardy yellow and a little, like, psychedelic-y. The print to me looks psychedelic. That's what I'm calling it. Um, They're calling it vertigo summer, but I'm calling it psychedelic. Uh, But I I just – I have to say I really love it. It's fun. Will I buy any of it? No, I won't. Um, Yeah, it's just not something I would invest in. I think it's cool – uh, to look at, but and and certainly will look really good on uh, certain celebrities for specific events. I think this could, you know, like a younger gal, like an MTV award, or you know, certain pieces because it's all very sporty and very casual. So I think you know, if I were a stylist dressing a celebrity, a young celebrity for maybe a movie premiere, and depending on the movie, obviously. I would dress them in some of this pieces from this collection. I think it could be very chic and very now. So overall, I love it. If you want to check it out, you can just just 
take a peek, or maybe that's your budget. Um, It's available. You can see it at Fendi.com. Also, check out this girl Sarah's Instagram if you're on social media, and it's Sarah Coleman. You'll see what I mean because you can scroll back to – when I don't know exactly when she started working with Fendi. And I remember seeing a while back her do like, um, oh, there were little pill bottles, you know, like the plastic pill bottle you get from the pharmacy when you get a prescription oh, yeah. with the white top. And, okay. and so she would wrap it in like leather, you know, a piece of le- that said with the F's. So it was logo printed, almost like a spare leftover. And I thought, oh, she's repurposing things. That's great. My phone case is like that. It's, you know, it's Louis Vuitton, but it's not sold from Louis Vuitton. It's actually repurposed pieces from old handbags. So instead of throwing them away, they're upcycling and making phone cases, whatever. So, you know, that's been going on different. So I thought that's what she was doing. I don't know if she was actually working with Fendi. So I saw Fendi. I saw a couple other things, little pill. Then I started to see notebooks and just all these other random objects wrapped in this Fendi fabric, whether it was fabric or it was leather. Then I started to see her posting uh, like a folding chair she posted one time, literally one of those metal brown folding chairs. But it was wrapped in some sort of, I can't imagine what fabric it would be. I don't know. Maybe some sort of like a skin. You know what I mean? Like you would wrap a car in or something. And I thought, wow, this girl's pretty good. I thought, she has to be working with Fendi. How is she doing this? You know, and I wasn't sure. I thought, well, she's an artist. I don't know if she's selling it. I don't think she's actually selling it. I think it's just her art. But still, it's the logo print. So turns out she was, and she was uh, obviously working on this project. But anyway, it's really, really fun to look at. Have, have a look, um, and I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, so I have a bird update. bird update is this since i I just shared recently i just shared a few minutes ago with bob that i have put in my veg truck so my veg truck is basically a raised vegetable bed it's all it is it's raised up and um, because i don't have room to put it into the ground my backyard is dedicated to my dog's territory and so i want and then i thought well if i do a raised bed in the garden then i have to still keep them away from it and i'm you know So I thought I decided to do this on my deck where it's more manageable. It's closer to the house. I can see it. It's raised up on on legs. It's really cool. Uh, My husband and I put it together back in March because I ordered it. I thought, oh, people might be into this and this might sell out. So I ordered it back in, I think, February. It came. It sat in my dining room in the box for a month. (laughs) And then we put it together. I painted it to match my deck. And it looks great. So I now have filled it. I've got tomato plants. I've got herbs. I've got, uh, what else? Peppers. So what do you use for dirt? A good question. Hmm. So listen, I did all my research. Uh-huh. And I, ha- I have found two things. Two things I've, de- I've come to the conclusion about gardening. Because I'm not a gardener. I'm absolutely, you know, this is gardening 101 over here. Two things. Because my mother-in-law is very much into gardening. Oh. And now I get it. First of all, I really get the joy that it brings you. I re- I'm like, wow, this is re- there's something about it, like it, just being in the dirt and planting and that whole process. However, it is not easy. It's hard. It's really hard. So it's physically hard. Like my lower back was hurting me. <laughs> By the way, I work out. I feel like I'm fit. I guess not. Uh, so it's physically hard. It's also a little mentally challenging because you have to do a lot of research. That's the other thing I found. So it's hard, and you got to do a lot of research. You can't just, like, 
I mean, maybe well, you can. Because, starting out, that makes sense, though. Yeah, and I and I also re- I think you could you know. So I've been doing research for months. All last winter, when we were home, I've been watching a lot of videos. Uh, we have a gardener's. There's a gardener center in Darien, and they're they're great. They po- they actually post videos on YouTube. Oh. So I kind of ca- and I get signed up for the email, so I get the video in my inbox. And it's always about a different topic, you know, indoor plants, outdoor plants, whatever. So I've been watching, you know, these videos. It's it's never enough. On Sunday morning, I have this little ritual where I drink my coffee and I watch something called uh, Gardener's World. It's on the BBC. And I become obsessed with it. Um, so I watch that. Now, granted, that's very different. So anyway, I decided to start slow. Did a couple peppers, a couple tomato plants, a whole bunch of herbs in the middle, I've got my marigolds on both sides because I was told that keeps the bugs away. I've got my wire cloches on top of my uh, all my stuff to keep the squirrels away or keep them from eating. And it's going well. But it's, you know, it's only been about two weeks now because I wanted to wait till the last frost. So um, in the meantime... So are you using a special kind of dirt? Yes. Thank you for cir- <laughs> making me circle back. Because I, I was like, did I answer that Where question? Where did we go with it? Yeah. Um, yes, I did. So I went to the gardener center and I asked. And I said, okay, what's the best soil? And they said, oh, for a raised bed. They actually had this whole combination, a mix, already mixed. Oh, and nice. they're selling it by the bag. Yeah. Because uh-huh. the other thing. I was reading, oh, you got to have this part, one part, this one part, that. And I'm like... What? I'm thinking, because as I'm watching this gardener's world, this man in England who has this incredible land, I'm thinking, now I have to mix dirt? Are you kidding me? Like, what, manure? What? So I was a little nervous about that. I went there, and yeah, they said, oh, and they pointed, and it literally says, for raised garden beds. Wow. And it tells you all the things it has in it, all this compost, all this stuff. I'm like, Got it. I like that. Someone was thinking. <laughs> so, you know, I, so I have that because I had, a, you know, just potting soil at my house. So that's what I use. And it took quite a bit. It took about, gosh, the bags are really heavy. I don't know how many pounds they are. I want to say, oh, they have to be at least 30-pound bags, maybe more, may, maybe 50. Yeah, they could be. I think they're 50-pound bags. And the, the truck took one, two, three, four, five Five bags of soil. From your picture you showed me, that looked to be like a three-foot by six-foot. Uh, That's exactly it. Yeah. It's six, six feet long by three feet wide, mm. or just shy of three feet. Um, you know, and it has a liner in it, so the, you know, it holds the soil, but the water can seep through. Um, yeah, and so so I just I didn't want to overcrowd it. I, I also heard that's a common mistake from beginner gardeners. They plant less and not more. But I just wanted to see if this how this works out. Okay. So... In the meantime, the birds. So the birds are relative. Their feeder is relatively close to the truck. Oh. I haven't seen them in the truck eating anything, but I see them on the railing. Looking at it. Looking at it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, blue jays. There's like seems to be a plethora of blue jays suddenly. I don't know if they have a season. I don't know if they've come out of hiding. I don't know. I think that could be true. Okay. But interesting, though. All yeah. right. Yeah, blue jays. They're in the feeder. They're just big, I noticed, yeah. because, oh, yeah. It, yeah, in the feeder, normally I'm in my kitchen, I look out, okay, cardinal, male, female, and then little finches and a couple other, like, woodpecker every now and then. The blue jay just looks like this gigantic thing compared to the other ones. Yeah. So I see them. Then let me tell you what has happened. So now my driveway, which obviously is blacktop, and it, there's a fence around it because now it's bordering the backyard. We pull in, we have a little spot where we can turn around, and then there's our garage. 
a two-car garage. Along the fence, on the ground next to, so it's blacktop and then fence, we have those spreaders. So those green, you know, just to make it more decorative, those green plants that just grow low and wide. I think they call them spreaders. Okay. So that grows along literally the last inch of grass and onto the blacktop a little bit. And the landscapers, you know, trim it up, whatever. So about two weeks ago, my husband went to, he had parked out of the garage and he parked and he went to get in his car and jumped out of his skin because a bird just flew out of the spreader. You realize it wasn't a bird. It was a duck. Ah. And he was like, oh my gosh, that was a duck. So he left. So I walked over to see like, oh, is she, she was hiding. She made a little nest in the spreader while she was laying eggs. Oh, goodness. So there were two little eggs. Well, do you have water near where your house is? Uh, yes. The next door neighbor has a pond. But it's not in our yard. Okay, but it's near enough for, it's near. for them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely near enough. Right. So, yeah, so this has been going on now for about two weeks. She's there. She's hibernating. So now he's careful when he goes and gets in his car. Um, one day she came out, and he, she was in the middle of the driveway, and he's trying to go. And he's, like, turning around. He's like, he's like she won't move. And she was wa- literally waddling and walking so slow. I said, she's pregnant. And he laughed at me. I said, no, look. He said, she's walking like a pregnant lady, you know, like that little waddle. (laughs) I guess that's where the saying came from. I said, no, I'm telling you, she was walking really slowly. So sure enough, the next next day I went out and I looked. It seems like during the day she's not there. She's there very early in the morning and she comes back at night. I don't know where she's going. but And there were two more eggs. Hmm. So I was like, what is going on? Then I went out there last night. There's now six eggs. Well, she's going to wherever the male duck is. I'm thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Side note, in the midst of all this, maybe about five days ago, I've got cameras on my property. And this little alert comes on my phone, tells me, hey, somebody's in your driveway. So I'm like, who's in my driveway? I'm not expecting delivery. I wasn't at home. So I look on the camera, and I just started cracking up. There was a wild turkey in my driveway. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? I have a farm, apparently. I have a farm. That's what I've been to. My landscaper said it must be the great landscaping. Uh, all right. Sure. <laughs> I think I'm having a farm. You know, so, yeah, there was a and – and I thought, is he going towards the duck? What's going on here? Should I prevent <gasps> – I didn't know what to do. I mean, I wasn't there anyway, but, hmm. yeah. So, And I've seen him before, but I've seen him in the next-door neighbor's yard, and sometimes he crosses into my yard, whatever. Anyway, that's the bird slash duck slash turkey. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a farm. You would think – and by the way, I don't have a lot of lands. You know, I have an ample-sized piece of property for my house, but it's not um, – it's not like I have acres and acres. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the pond isn't on my property. I don't know. Anyway, that's what's going on at my house. So, all right, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk trendy. So stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. 
AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, so let's talk trendy. Here we go. Um, as you may or may not know, I'm a big fan of Zara. Yes, I admit it. There's some, always a little controversy on that. Sometimes when I say it's a certain my, of my, let me clarify, my fashion friends, uh, some of them say, oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And some of them don't, you know, but the, they're all about being more sustainable. So that's the case. I get it. Here's my thought on that. And I've talked about this before. I'm just going to say, you know, it's if it's your budget, because it is budget friendly, it is fast fashion. Should you be, you know, investing all of your money into fast fashion? No, you should really try and invest in a couple of pieces here and there that are a little bit better quality. It doesn't mean spend money uh, or a lot more money, but you there are brands out there um, that you definitely could um, – buy and you know it's made you know where it's made and how it's made and the resources and all the above and you could be a little bit more um green i guess and a little bit more eco-friendly and sustainable but at the same time this is a lot of people's budget this is my budget um as well and so i think for certain pieces but let me just say this i go through phases with zara and i have to say Probably because I shop everywhere, I'm very, very picky about what I do buy. So I'm not the type that just goes in and buys what I see because it's it's Zara prices. It has to be good for that price. And then Zara does this thing, I think it's maybe twice a year, where they do sort of this capsule collection of their um, – it's like a better – the prices are more expensive and it's a little bit better. You can see the quality is better. Um, it's a little bit different. And so they'll do that. I will usually buy a piece or two from those collections. For example, a blazer at Zara. You can get a blazer anywhere from you know $39.99. 50, $59.99 is usually the price. In this capsule collection, it might be $129. It might be 200 or something. But again, it's something special, it's different, and it is made better. So I'm very picky, and I feel like specific items are worth it. So I'm going to share with you, first of all, what my process is and what I think is worth it. So here's what I'm doing. First of all, I scroll through the app. Can't even believe I say that, but I do. I fully admit it. So if you don't have the app, it's a great place to start. Scroll scroll the app. Whether you're going to go in-store or you're going to shop online, it's a good place to start. So the app always has what's new first. So you can click on new and there it is. Or you can go specifically to the item. You, you click on collection and then you can go men, women, whatever, dress, blazer, pant, whatever you want. So if you want to get specific. And kids as well. And sometimes they have pets too, by the way, because they do have Zara kids and they have pet stuff as well. So I start there and I kind of go through if I need something specific. If not, I just look through the collection and I favor everything. I favor it. I heart it. And it puts it into a little section that I like. I then leave it there. I go back maybe in a couple days. I'll revisit it. I'll delete, add, whatever. Maybe I'll just keep them and I'll constantly look at my favorites. Eventually, I will go to the store. And when I go to the store, I just pull up the, in the app 
oh, before that, sometimes I'll check and see if it's what store it's available in. Is it available, you know, closer to my home, Azara nearby, Greenwich or uh, Norwalk, or is it something I'm going to have to go to the city for? So I'll do that. Some things are online only, and it will tell you that. So then basically I'll narrow it down. Once I get in the store, now I've got a hard and fast list of what I want because I know what's probably going to be in store most likely, and I can now see it. When we were staying at home, of course, I was ordering because I just, you know, needed a fix. And so <laughs> I was ordering things, and, you know, that was fun until it wasn't. And it was like, ugh, okay, this didn't, a lot of stuff has to go back. Because one thing I will say, most people will agree, Zara's sizing is very bad. It's all over the map. For example, I'm an extra small all the way to a medium or large. Depends on what it is. I know that's a big range. You know, I'll get something. Yes, I'm definitely a small for this. And it will be huge on me. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm an extra small. And then the next thing I buy, extra small, and I have to bump up to a medium. Or maybe, you know, if I want it oversized, maybe it's a large. It's crazy. So uh, that's the frustrating part. So once I get in the store, though, I've now got a list. It's saving me time and money. And here are the things that I'm loving that I think are worth Buying and not spending a lot, but buying the less expensive version because it's, um, it is what it is. Linen shirts, button-down linen shirts. And what I love, they have both linen and they have linen blend. So I have both. Linen, as we know, it wrinkles fast, and that's supposed to be the look. I don't particularly like that. To me, it often just looks messy. So, But I like the feel of linen. I think the fabric's beautiful for the summer. So linen blend is the way to go. Um, so they've got great linen shirts. And what I do is I go to the men's side, and I'll buy a men's small. And it's a little bit oversized on me, but I can wear it a little longer with a belt. And it looks great over a pair of leggings or jeans, whatever. Um, blazers. I love their blazers. They have many different styles. The boyfriend cut, which is a bigger cut, a more tailored cut. They've got linen blend. They've got um, just like a rayon, like a suiting. Then they've got these really cool boucle blazers. So boucle is like that nubby material. It's if you think of a Chanel jacket, if I mean, if, even if you don't own one, if you've ever just seen one, even in a magazine, you can see they're often boucle. It's like a nubby material. They've got a great version of boucle jackets. And side note, this is my stylist tip, buy their jackets, switch out the buttons. Either do it yourself or have your dry cleaner do it, and you'll make it look even more expensive if you swap out the buttons for, like, whatever. Um, maxi skirts and uh, crocheted tops. These are my two. Crocheted tops are nice for the summer cute as an overlay over your swimsuit and maxi skirts i have one on today love it with um, a pair of uh, uh, sneakers and a white tee or a tank top or strappy sandals for the evening and a blouse like more of a dressy blouse i think maxi skirts are the way to go and i'm also loving their wide leg jeans so um i think when you're shopping all of it keep in mind fabric the cut and then the price. So those are my three things that I would say when you're thinking of buying or spending a little amount of money, think of what it is, how you're going to wear it, what's the fabric. Don't go for the polyester stuff. It's horrific in the summer. Um, you know, go for breathable fabrics, the cut, and then the price. Is it worth, you know, a linen blend shirt? Okay, well, I'm not spending a lot on it. So if I get something on it or whatever, it's all good. Those are my tips. All right. Thanks for joining me on that note. I'll see you next week on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. A movement to change the map of Idaho to include rural counties in eastern and southern Oregon and as far as northern California is moving forward. The president of Move Oregon's Border for a Greater Idaho, Mike McCarter, has rallied seven of Oregon's 36 counties to vote in favor of considering becoming a part of Idaho. It's not the final straw. This has been going on for several years, but it's just reaching ahead right now. And the people in rural Oregon are starting to speak out. Uh, Enough is enough. We uh, are tired of being ruled by Northwest Oregon.